What is up, Punk Fake Nation? Yeah. And the Fight Club League members, thank you for joining the Pump Fake Podcast, brought to you by, as always, the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. I am Benny P. Joining with me, as always, is the voluptuous Patrick P. Patrick P., say what up to the people. What up to the people? Voluptuous this week, I see. Yeah, man. You're what was I before? I was succulent, and then what was I last sensual? week? Sensual. Sensual. Now I'm voluptuous. Voluptuous. Uh, our goal is to cover all the content, notable topics, and matchups from the Fight Club Fantasy Football League. We make no promises on time, though we have been working very hard on it. Yes. Uh, but we do make promises on effort, and that I felt like we brought this pod. Oh, my goodness, the effort. Can you tell me, Patrick, what it is that we talk about today? Yeah, man. Fantasy football. Sure. And <laughs> more specifically, <laughs> we get into some waivers, and in line with that, we bring on a guest, an interview with none other than Connor F., about his thoughts on the waivers this week and his thoughts on the big upset against Kevin this week. Mm. Then we get into some headlines from around the league or not around the league. You let you decide. <laughs> and then in within that, we talk about Cook. And there's a special surprise for Cook Cookie. from Ben P. <laughs> yeah, it's a treat for you. So just uh, buckle up for that. We got a little talk about some other individual in the league who may or may not be named Evan S., I feel like we talk about him every single week. We talk about him every week, and no surprise, there's probably a little shade thrown. Power rankings happened this week in a different format than we are used to, and we loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Amen to that. And we talked about it, and then we get into our review from last week. We shore up where we're at on our major scoreboard, and then we get into our pick'em this week, including our matchup against each other, Mm. the Pod Boys. Heads up. The little Debbies go head to head. That's right. Hostess. Yes. All right, anyways. So we've got a delicious podcast for you. It's under an hour and a half. I hope you're going to like it. Uh, we do want to conclude this segment, though, with a few announcements. Patrick P., why, or may, why may we not be recording next week? Well, we may not be recording because I may have a new baby. Jackson may have entered this world at this point. Yes. By the podcast Wednesday or Thursday. So for those reasons, it is up in the air. Uh... If I am, if I have enough effort and enough energy to make something happen uh, with that, then I'll let you know. But otherwise, you can try to, maybe we'll be there next week. Who knows? Maybe we will. Who knows? Maybe Jackson will wait a few extra days. We'll see. All right. Well, good luck over there. We're joined with uh, Connor Fulkerson. Um, Connor, this is Vinny P. You're joined as well with uh, Patrick P. Welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm uh, doing great. A little insulted. It's you know taken eight weeks to get the call, but um, I'm not going to complain. Uh, it's a great night, and I'm happy to be on the show. Man, uh, well, we're happy to have you, and uh, I won't acknowledge your insult. I'm just going to move right on through that. And, right, that's uh, it. Forget I said it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually wanted to ask before we get into the uh, – get into the waivers and stuff um what's a what's a guy like you doing at uh 9 15 on a uh, on a wednesday night uh about to watch survivor um mm. so shelby it has 
like a high school girls group she leads, so she can't watch it live. So I have to pause it on YouTube TV and then wait for her to come home, and then we watch it. So wow. she should be home in the next 10 minutes, and then we're going to watch Survivor right after I'm done with this. Yeah, the people, the eight and a half here are pretty upset with uh, with you having to pause it. Honestly, her having a girls group, I think she can reconsider and the schedule because, I mean, obviously Wednesday nights are an important night for survivors. She should probably prioritize and get those things in line, don't you think? Yeah, one day she'll get her priorities straight and realize survivor uh, is, you know, top of the list, number honestly, one. Honestly. But until then, this is the hand I've been dealt. Yep, I appreciate you playing it well. Um I want to, we're going to get into waivers now. Uh, you said something Perfect. earlier about the waivers. You said this is your favorite waiver week. And uh, that was the kind of energy that I just wanted to respond to by getting you on the pod. There's also some other things that we're going to get into uh, and talk about with you. But we want to start with the waivers just because I feel like um, I, I, there's just shit all over the place. All right. <laughs> it was just thrown all over the place. Yep. We had high bids. We had low bids. We had people bidding. It was just it was absolutely bonkers. Tell me why you why you liked this week in the twenty one waiver claims that were processed. Well, what I was just surprised at is like why this week out of all weeks did we have like I don't know I I could count them but like twenty, 21. acquisitions. I yeah, mean, I know. It was just so much movement. I don't know why. I don't know. I cannot figure out for the life of me like five or six different bids on why people bid a certain amount yeah. on a certain player. We're going to walk um, through those specifically, but I want to guess, uh, I want to, can we speculate? Is that okay if we speculate with you? Yeah, let me see. I'm going to count up. 21. Tw 21. I would say, Tw 20. yeah, 21, but I was going to say there's four, but it's pretty obvious which four I think are somewhat surprising. It's yeah. the top four. You know, I mean, but, I'm not freaking out over a $6 bid, everything below that. But yeah. let me just, I'm just going to jump right in, okay? Wait, no, 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 wait, Connor, Connor, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I want to speculate first. I want to speculate on a leash here. as to why, yeah. I want to <laughs> speculate as to why we think if there, do you think that there's league unrest? Do you think that maybe week nine or week eight going into week nine, people are just like, I got to do something. All right, we're still two weeks, three weeks away from the trade deadline, so there's still movement that can be made. But I'm trying to gauge, before we get into the details, why the the overwhelming amount of transactions. Desperation, yeah. Can we so, come I up mean, with a conclusion between the three of us? Like, I didn't do any, maybe because I've just been an idiot on the waiver wire at least recently. So maybe that's just one. Patrick, did you make any waiver claims? Yeah, I got a defense. You got a defense, mm -hmm. but you didn't make any other claims? I made some bids on a lot of defenses, basically. That's okay, all, all right, so you were defense streaming, which is fair. Connor, did you make any? Uh, I think a lot of defenses and then maybe one and, and a kicker. Defense, kicker, and then I think a few position players. I put a bunch of $0 bids, and I got Ryan Edwards. Okay. Did you uh, did you, did you you spend any money on the kickers? No. What a smart guy. What I mean, smart... honestly, <laughs> top-notch top notch management right here. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe a dollar, maybe, if it's just like your favorite kicker in the world. But other than sure. that, I, $2 is insane. Right. Outside of passion, I can't understand Outside of passion. bidding on a kicker. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Connor, I'm ready to get into the details now. Do you want to start at the top? Is that okay? Yes. So I want to start with – I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why Griffin's moves were ridiculous and dumb, and then a bunch of reasons why <laughs> maybe it wasn't so dumb. All right. And I'm, inter okay. I'm can, interested in that. We can decide which side we like better. Sure. So the bad side. All right. 
Boston Scott, forty-one dollars. The first uh, red flag is that the next highest bid was five dollars. Never a good sign. Which is one thing I <laughs> never a good out. look. And the only other bid. Uh, right. Just, just so if Evan sure. had forgotten to bid, it would have been no one else bidding for Boston Scott. Forty-one. Um, <laughs> but as a person who has bid forty-five dollars on a running back, and Evan was the only other bid. In a single-digit amount, almost the exact same situation. Oh, you can relate to this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh, Alex Collins. I think it is interesting to think about it. Like, today it came out, or maybe this week, um, Pete Carroll said that it's there's a chance that Alex or uh, Chris Carson could be out for the whole year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and, you know, hindsight, when I was, like, worried, ooh, neck injury, that could be bad, you know, maybe it wasn't a bad bit. Now, could I got him for cheaper? Absolutely. But, you know, I think that there is something that goes into, you know, when you just think that this guy is the guy, you just got to go get him no matter what. Yeah. And so I don't know what would lead you to that. But here's where I would push back on Boston Scott is Kenneth Gainwell is still there. Right. He didn't get used a bunch this past week, but it's not like Boston Scott's just going to come in and replace Miles Sanders, which – it's not like Miles Sanders was very good to begin with. Exactly. Yep. And Jordan Howard's getting goal line carries. Exactly. Yep. Because Boston Scott only had, I think he had like two one-yard rushes for touchdowns. Yep. And other than that, he had like 60 yards, and that was it. Yep, that's exactly right. So not a lot of optimism there for Boston Scott. Against the but, Lions. Yeah, against the Lions, where they put up freaking 45-something points. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and maybe there's an argument that Boston Scott also had no targets or catches in that game. So maybe, like, in those classic Jalen Hurts garbage time games, you know, maybe he'll get some passing work. But I feel like that's being optimistic. But um, so some reasons why I think it might be good. Oh, I'm, like I'm excited for right now I hear this. He's one and seven. Okay. I mean, he's known for holding on to his fab late into the season. Yeah. He might as well start spending it. I, I mean, Okay, listen, hold on. I agree with that, but I'm not okay with the idea that, hey, listen, I'm hungry. I might as well go buy some food. So what do I buy? I buy Golden Flake pizza with anchovies on it, a.k.a. $1,000 pizza. Okay, I'm fine with you being hungry and you need to buy something, so you go to Popeye's, $7. Or, in this case, you know, $6 or $7 over Shacklett. I'm not fine with you going to... Jeff's Steakhouse because you're like, oh, well, I got to eat. I might as well just, you know, eat the most expensive thing in the whole entire world, a.k.a. throw $81 down the trash. Yeah. Yeah, basically, Grim, <laughs> I'm not letting him get away with this money one. I'm not letting him get away. Week and just pick two players and put all his money on both of them. Yeah, and literally just, every dollar. I just can't, still can't figure it out. <laughs> still working on that one. So, okay, do you have any takes on uh, Boston Scott, who wasn't – isn't he, like, an, also a defensive lineman or a linebacker for the Jets? Is that who that guy was? Bark Scott. Bark Scott, thank you. Um, do you have any takes on Boston Scott, Patrick P? Uh, I mean, I think he summed it up perfectly. I mean, he's splitting carries in a backfield that has been piss poor all year. And, yeah, Miles Sanders is coming back. You got Gainwell. You got Jordan Howard. You've got – yeah, it's it's – it's an amalgamation of pieces that none of them are very exciting. And You've got to ask yourself, how could I have gotten over $15 on this bit? That's where you have to get. Yeah. How could you even get above 15 That would be the that would be my limit. So, yeah, that's – all right. The so, recipe for some of the overbids, you know, in the past have been like – for me, like Alex Collins, I have Chris Carson. So right. I'm locking down that backfield. Right. But Scruff doesn't even have 
Miles uh, Sanders. So when Sanders comes back, he's just losing this. Yep. You know, um, so I think sometimes it, it's one thing to lock down a backfield, but this one seems interesting. Yeah. I'll just I'll just say interesting. Let's uh let's let delicate. I appreciate that. Let's move on to the second one. Okay, let's move on to Devontae Parker, where things have kind of compounded here, and this is where we really get into a situation where it's like I don't want to ask if. Well, here's what we'll say. Because we're speculating, because uh, we're just kind of giving our opinions and stuff. Um, do you think that Scruff McGruff, from his uh, piss poor outings and his um, absolute uh, just being ripped apart in the league thus far, has gotten to him mentally? And so for these reasons, he is just uh, he's gone um, off his rocker and is how? What's the name of that movie? One that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yep, that's that's the movie. Yeah, so maybe do you think that maybe just the consistent beating in this league has just driven the man insane, and that now he's just throwing money at Devontae Parker because he's throwing his season away? Any, any? Yeah, I would, say, I would say you're right on there. I mean, a lobotomy is about the only excuse for these two bids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Shutter Island out here. Yeah, this is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, at least he got some yeah, more activity. Forty dollars. I mean. So I think it happened earlier, maybe once or twice this season, where a receiver has gone for a crazy amount. Like, I think Emmanuel Sanders, I think Shaq had spent up for, and I, I can't remember what the other one was. I think it was Cook, like, three to four weeks ago, he spent up on a receiver. I'm just never really, unless it's some, you know, rookie second-year player that's coming out of nowhere that could be huge, I've never really bid more oh. than i would say 15 bucks right i agree well, we had this same conversation about the new york Gi- the new york giants receiver that caught fire and then came back tony. around and then our league essentially went over to buy him tony Kadarius tony mm-hmm. yeah same yeah. kind of deal i agree with that i feel like there's no reason even if you do have a breakout game it still doesn't warrant above 20 yeah i mean you would say that it's proven because Griffin was the only one that even bid over $6. And there were four other bids, so people were interested in him, right. but just at a much, much lower price. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, I do, when I go through his line, I mean, I do like the targets. But he's been a target machine his whole entire career. That's what he's been. And so, I guess I'm not wowed by that. It just turns – it just makes him become a – low floor play or sorry a high floor play low ceiling play which yeah we know what Devonte parker is at this point right right so i, I all that to say I, I i'm i'm in the camp now that uh, unfortunately my beloved friend and your beloved brother um has definitely gone crazy he's gone insane at this point and he's looking yep. to uh he's looking to anything that can any form of catalyst that he can use to get him into the suit quicker, I think that he's just jumping for it, and uh, and we're going to see him uh, without a doubt in the suit this uh, this this season. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's the issue. I think he's um, trying to put in these waiver bids between his mascot training. So I think he's <laughs> he's get, hopping off the treadmill, heading over to the lap pool, and in between there, he's throwing in some waiver bids and just blowing his wad. I think is what's going on here. Yeah. Okay, so, Connor, while we've got here, we've got a few other things that we want to talk about. I know there's some more things that we want to get to, um, but while we're on the Griffin topic, uh, I do want to ask, is the odds that Griffin is in the suit, so if you were on Bravada or FanDuel or anything like that, as you listened to the previous pod, we talked about betting, and I know that you are in the betting spheres as well. I did want to ask, the odds for Griffin to run in the race, so having worst um, 
worst record of the season versus Kevin Wallace's, we had somewhere in the neighborhood of plus 850 for Kevin to take down the championship. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. But plus 850 for Kev, do you think that Griffin being in the suit is a, is a, more, uh, is a bigger money grab? Do you think that the odds for that are better? So I think Griffin is more likely to be in last than Kevin is to win the championship. Or if, they even finish the regular season as first. Yeah. That's, it, that's my opinion. Okay. If you – if let's say not taking this week into consideration, we used – we put Kevin on an 8.5, a plus 8.5 – sorry, a plus 8.50. If you were going to put a number on Griff to be in the suit, what number would you use? So in the suit just means worst record, right? Worst record. That's right. Or – he could lose the – I would say that's like even odds are better because, I mean, there's two ways. Closest way to see it is Chubby Chasers is two and six as well. So there is competition, but right. he is but I would say overwhelming. Even just between – so just between Tiz and Griffin, you'd have to say Griffin has like a 60% chance to finish with the worst record because yeah. I think his team is much worse than Tiz's. I agree. So if you just have 60% chance he has the worst record in the league, then you add on he could lose to the toilet bowl. I mean, I think. I mean, now we're finding ourselves in a plus 200, a plus three, 300. Like, we're really low. Well, I think Connor's saying it's the pick him here. Well, he yeah. does, it, it definitely is, but that's the thing. If the odds are so good for him to be in the suit, then they would not have a whole lot of money for you to win. Like, the better the odds. Okay, yeah. it, like, it's like either pick him or worse. You say yeah. minus 150? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Minus 150 is a 60% chance that it's going to happen. Yeah. Man. Man. Give up $100, win on, or, I mean, you just get. You, you pay 150 to win 100. Oh, yeah. wait, that's right. Yeah. That's right. God. That's what I'm thinking. You got to feel what bad you if you're a Griffin in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right. Sweet. Well, just wanted to get a little take on that. We'll swing. I guess we mentioned Kevin before. I do want to get through some of the other notable waivers. Let's go ahead and talk about the last two, and then we want to talk about your victory over Kevin Wallace this week. Oh, so do you have any takes on Jeremy McNichols, my friend? Um, I think 29 is a little high. Um, not bad. I think, I think Adrian Peterson and McNichols, they might split a lot of the work. Yeah. Um, if I were to bet on one of them, I honestly might bet on McNichols. Um, just because we've seen him fill in for Derrick Henry before. I think the Adrian Peterson signing was a little bit more of we know he's going to be out like 10 full weeks. We can't, you know, run McNichols all the time for 10 full weeks. Yeah. So I think AP will be back there. Um, but I would probably rather have McNichols than AP if it's me. But I would defer to Patrick, the Tennessee Titan whisperer, to hear what he has to say about it. It's a great point. Yeah, I put a little bid on McNichols. I don't have a lot of fab to bid, so I put a very low bid. I do think McNichols is obviously more of the passing downs guy. I think AP is going to be your first and second down guy. Um, I don't think he's going to be anywhere near Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the Titans have two options here. They can either they can either change their offense completely and move to a more passing-heavy offense, or they can continue on and hope that AP can provide at least half of what Derrick Henry did in this play-action offense. So I'm, I'm concerned. But, yeah, I, I think McNichols is the better fantasy play because I think he's going to get more targets in the passing game. 
So I was going to say the target room is where I'm seeing any and all action and we'll see again if they do change it up. But uh, man, yeah. The can we talk about the pro move that was Kevin picking up a free agent? Sneaky sneaky. Was that not brilliant. really good? It's brilliant. I mean, I I just saw it come across and I was like, "Holy smokes, that's yeah, he didn't play, so like he is eligible to be picked up on any day." And that's what the you thing. guys think he would have went for uh fab wise. Uh, probably Griffin would have spent somewhere in the neighborhood of probably forty-one dollars on him. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> might have been a better pickup to have AP for eighty-one than the two that he got. Uh, one could make an argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to uh, what's the other notable one? Is it Taysom or is it going to be somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Taysom. Talking about Taysom, uh, we did have a sixteen-dollar bid. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I mean, I get he's a running quarterback. It has value. I'm not going to question Evan because he, you know, he had Hurts who, or he has Hurts who is a good fantasy quarterback, even though he is not a good real quarterback. Yeah. So maybe knows Taysom Hill fits that mold of his team. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just, it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, the rest of the way with Jameis out the whole year. Yeah, he did show success. I guess that was one thing that, uh, I mean, in the preseason, he looked really, really good. And then, obviously, like, everybody was talking about the battle between the two of them, and it was Winston's ability to be disciplined and not throw a bunch of interceptions that got him the job. But it, it wasn't necessarily him. It was it was him being able to do that that showed, hey, it's going to be his job. But the battle was close, and Taysom was playing well in the preseason. So, I, I don't know. I think that uh, – 16 is a little too much. I, I agree with that. But I also cannot deny that Kevin or that Evan has been a quarterback whisperer of sorts. So right. I have to give him the pass. I just uh, really want to rub in Evan's face, though, is that he did weigh $16. The closest bid to that was zero. And I think that is a more accurate bid that we will <laughs> that we'll see. Think about it, that other bid came from a Saints fan. Yeah, so exactly. we basically have Evan, who I think he loves Taysom Hill, and then Davis, a Saints fan, were the only two people that bid on him. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. The more I think about it, maybe it's okay. But he already has Hurts, and I don't imagine very many weeks you're starting Taysom over Hurts. Right. Uh, but I guess if you've got an extra roster spot, you want two decent offensive quarterback, you can pick the better matchup. Uh, okay. Maybe it's worth it. And Evan had a ton of fab. So here's one thing: job. I want to, I want to pr- put this out here. I will say it's one thing to have a quarterback that you're using, Jalen Hurts. Maybe he's prior to his bye week, so he's looking for the plug whenever the time comes. But I also feel like there's this mantra in our league that if I can have two premier quarterbacks, that's great because of trade value. When the reality is that even if he picked up Taysom and was to stick with um, Hurts for the remainder of the season, trade value for Taysom, even if he is, let's say, a top five quarterback over the course of the next five to eight weeks, it doesn't matter. No one's going to trade for him. Like it doesn't. Like the best you could get out of him is maybe like a low end RB, like a low end wide receiver two, or maybe like a flex play running back or something like that. But I just don't feel like the value for quarterbacks is high, even to risk it to have him on your bench as an asset. So I just feel like, I don't know. It's either you're making the move to stream the quarterback for the buy, or you are just wasting a pickup and sixteen dollars potentially. So. I think quarterback and tight end are similar where you'd rather just pick somebody off off the waiver wire than give up anything to trade for something right. most time. Like, I mean, I've got Gasicki and Goddard, which I think are both really, really solid tight ends, but no one really has been interested in trading for either of them. They would rather just, you know, 
pick up prior muse or something right. and just roll with that. So I think yeah. it's similar with quarterbacks, like you're saying. Sure. Patrick, any takes on, ty- on Taysom? I think maybe down the line he could trade him for like a Devontae Parker or a Boston Scott. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, heads up maybe you'd have to package those two players together. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So let's uh, let's transition out of waivers. Those are some of the notable ones, and me and Connor, me and Patrick might talk about some other ones down the line if needed. But I do want to focus on while we've got Connor here. Um, you essentially not well. You didn't dethrone, but well, maybe mm-hmm. you you definitely put a whooping on Kevin that uh, was resounding throughout the league. And I wanted to ask straight from the the horse's mouth here: How did it feel to take down the number one seat? Um, it felt really really good. Um, early in the day, I was a little worried. Uh, I'm trying to go back through it and think who played early, but something started off with a bad. I think Herbert started off horrible, and I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be a long day. Um, <laughs> but he scored a touchdown right at the end. But once I saw Derrick Henry was hurt, he was, you know, off the field, but he came back in, um, and I saw that he wasn't doing Derrick Henry things. I was starting to feel good. Then I freaking saw James Robinson toe. was hurt. He had like, a freaking broken toe played like, the whole second half. All right, continue. Yeah, wild. Sorry. No, you're good. And then when I saw James Robinson was hurt, I'm like, uh-oh, the stars might be aligning. Um, and then by the time Monday night rolled around, I was feeling pretty good that Tyreek Hill would, you know, with the buffer I had, yeah. put up enough points to cancel out Daniel Jones. So I didn't didn't sweat it out too much on Monday night after Tyreek caught that first touchdown. But I just really want to say I'm glad that I, I started the right tight end for the first time all year. I think every single week I've started the wrong tight end. And so this week I finally did it, picked the right one, Proud and uh, it was the key to victory. Proud of you. Uh, now, is there any? Um, is there, did you put any curses on Kevin's team with the, with the injuries to Derrick Henry, the injuries to James Robinson, uh, you know, the, his team essentially buckling at the knees here from all the pressure that they were living with, uh, finally starting to crack. Uh, did you did you put any any voodoo on this win, or is that just uh, is that just how fantasy goes? Um, you'll have to forgive me. I've forgotten the name of the specific fantasy guy. His name's Ed. His name's Ed. You're forgiven. Ed, um, Ed I, I thought I heard him. I don't know if he was at my house. Hey, Connor, it's, it's me. It's, but, it's a, you're, you're talking, talking to Ed now. now. I think I think Ed yep. uh, visited Ed? me and told me that he was going to visit Kevin. Oh, oh. Yes, yes, I remember, I remember this conversation. conversation. I do. I remember it like, like it was, it was uh, the, the other day. day. Me, me and you, we sat, sat down. I came into your house. house uh, I knock on doors because that's what humans do. And uh, I proceeded to come into your house. You have a beautiful home, a great couch, great TV, OLED. My dad was very beautiful. And as we watch your TV, you asked me for one word, didn't you? Uh, say that one more time. time. You said you said give me one word whenever you came into my house, right? That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And and I said running backs. <laughs> is, is that, that one word? Is, is that, that one, one word or two word? word? It's one word. No, oh, no space. <laughs> <in it. laughs> Compound. Yeah, and exactly. uh, I, I didn't, it just came to me. Uh, it, it's just just now I'm kind of realizing maybe he took that you know as to hurt Kevin's running backs. Wow, you, you know, know what? what? Again, Again, because, because I, I am Ed, Ed right, right now. Uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 I did think that you said running backs, backs and I was like, very interesting one word choice. choice. And, and I will, I will go, go after Kevin Wallace's running backs. backs. That's exactly, exactly how it went. went. 
Uh, now, now I've, I've got to go. go. I've, I've got, got places, places to be, so, so I'm going to let you get back to the podcast. But good chatting with you again, Connor. We'll we'll make another. I'll talk to you later. Okay, talk to me later. All right, Ed just headed out. Uh, Connor, he had a few things to say to you is what he told me, and then he uh, he's out of the dojo now. Um, he did tell me that he was going to talk to you later. Are you concerned about any injuries coming up on your team? No, I think Luke should be worried. <laughs> Connor just immediately points Ed in a different direction. Reroute. He doesn't talk to me, I say no. I say no? You say Luke Stoltz. <laughs> you need to go visit yep. Luke Stoltz's team. Oh, man, okay. Um, I do have one more question. Yes, please. Um, so in this matchup, I'm noticing you were able to find the bench for Alex Collins over, say, maybe a Chris Godwin um, or somebody like that that may have won you the matchup. So I'm wondering how you found that plug to bench Alex Collins against the Jags this that week. Yeah, so it was between Alex Collins and Zach Moss. Okay. Um, and Alex Collins has still been dealing with some injuries. Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like his groin. Um, and he played, did he play the Sunday night game? I think, um, he played later. And so I didn't want to get to the position where it's, you know, Sunday night and I have to find a replacement that's probably going to be bad. So I was like, I'll just go ahead and take the healthy Zach Moss, um, earlier in the day, which Zach Moss has been decent. Um, he's had a, one bad game against Tennessee, but other than that, he's pretty much been in double digits every game. So he's he's kind of reliable, even though he doesn't have upside. Um, and I kind of figured I, I couldn't have any duds if I was going to knock off the number one scoring team in the league. So that's that was the thought process there. Yeah, yeah, playing a uh, high floor game, low low high floor, low ceiling game. I like it. Yep. Um, what you were able to do, I will say, so yeah, reviewing that game, it is interesting because, again, you're able to crack the 120 threshold that we talk about all the time, mm-hmm. and Kevin was not able to uh, get there. So you get the dub. I mean, you just have to be able to consistently put 120 points on the on the table, and you'll come out victorious in a, in a fair share of your game. So, and uh, you guys will like this. Uh, sleeper projections are wrong in our matchup. That's right. That's exactly right. You are an upset. That is for sure. We had actually Their averages, baby. Yeah, I know. I like it. Balancing it out. Nice. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about those, I think, in a, in a later segment on the podcast, so you'll enjoy that. But that does conclude our waivers for the most part, and we get to talk to you about beating Kevin. So I think it's time that we let you go and do Survivor things, if that's okay. Yeah, I can't wait to watch Survivor, so yeah. um, perfect time to wrap up. I'm excited for you. I appreciate the time. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be watching how you follow up uh, dethroning number one. So we're excited for you, and congratulations. I uh, can't wait to listen uh, to the podcast at 2 a.m. I'll be up. <laughs> All right. Patrick P, say goodbye. I nice. say goodbye. Ed, saying goodbye. Everybody, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Ed. <laughs> All right. That was Connor. Uh, Connor, we appreciate your time. Always a always a pleasure. And getting a little bit of insight is, yeah, really good. So um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into a, another segment. All right, we back in here, back in the, uh, what are we doing? Are we recording a podcast? We're in the podcast dojo. All right, yeah, so we just finished a conversation with Connor. Yeah. Talking about waivers, things that we care about. Yep. I want to move into our next segment. Headlines. From around the league. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, uh, all right, so... 
few things we want to talk about here. Uh, first of which, I want to apologize to Cook. Mm. I harshed his mellow earlier in the season when I told him that I was... Harshed his mellow? Harshed his mellow, bro. Really harshing my vibe. Wow. When I told him that he was a homer for getting the, Cowboy, uh, the Colts defense yep. and that the trash, and that, that is a poor management decision because mm. you've been manipulated by your emotions. To by your emotions, yeah, you got the emotions in the ocean to get the defense, yep, and it's gonna burn him. And mm-hmm. early on, I thought it did, but it didn't because it's ranked fifth defense. So I apologize on the front end, that is my bad, sure. So, why did he drop him then? Oh, I didn't know that he dropped him. Well, I mean, they got picked up this week. Right? Oh, they got that's why because they got picked up over Arizona, is why I think they did. Yeah. Did they? I just don't know why I dropped him if they're elite. That's all I'm asking. Because he's not a homer. He's choosing to show me to my face that he's not just a homer taking good defenses, but that he's a good manager in fantasy football. Oh, good for him. Okay. And the numbers would show that he is a good manager. Honestly. Honestly, it would. Honestly. Because when I look at the overall stats and I see that his percentage is in the 70s, I want to say it's like 74. Let me pull it up real quick. Clickety clack, boom, boom, bap, bap. Looks like the overall percentage for Alex Cook is 73%, and 10 lifetime in the league. It's pretty strong. It is pretty strong. Now, I will say he has not, he's only played a total of 37 games where there's others like myself and uh, potentially, let's see, Patrick, were you also in this category? Yeah, where we played north of 50. Mm-hmm. So, due time. Time will, sh- time do, do tell. Time will tell. Time, 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 down. So, would you say is because he's so successful, that's why he's able to set to keep such a a detailed log of his haters and whenever people make calls against him, like your Colts call there, where he remembered that. Do you think it's because he is so successful that whenever haters rise up, he's ready to prove them wrong and he's ready to stomp their faces into the mud? I will say with a freaking winning percentage of 74%, he doesn't have many reasons to have haters. Yeah, exactly. So if you find yourself in that category, I should be slaughtered. Yeah, so he sees a hater, and he's like, okay, I'm going to write this down. Five weeks from now, I'm going to bring it up. Good point. Yeah. That's all i got to say about that. Okay, well, there's your apology from Ben P. Formal apology. Alex, I do apologize. You're a good manager, and I wish you all the best. I shouldn't have slammed on you, bro. Yeah, and Colts D is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to another person that deserves um, – well, so I apologize. That's one side of the coin. The other side is to not apologize but to slander somebody else. Oh, good. We've got both sides. Yep. The, right. One of which we seem to slander a lot, Evan S. I've heard uh, of him. Short for Evan Shackelet. Is he fully moved to Florida at this point? Yeah, he out of her. Yeah, that's what I thought. And – what I want to say is that he had a guarantee this week. He had a guarantee last week at the buzzer right before Thursday Night Football kicked off. Is that People were questioning say? whether the ball was in the air or not. Yeah. It was in the air, and you know what else was in the air? His status as a top-tier team. Ooh. So here's the thing. <laughs> Evan's fallen off. Likewise, so have I. So I have nothing else that I can really add to that. Uh, Four-game skids are not fun. Um, I believe it's four. Yeah, both of us look at our phone. Make sure. Yeah, it is four. Uh, yeah. He, he went 4-0. Oh, now he is 4-4. Four four. 
Yeah. So it's not fun. Uh, I don't like where it's I'm tough. at. He's five and I'm ten. So I mean, he's got the upper hand on me. But all that to say, uh, he had a guarantee this week and he came up short. He lost, and um, yeah, for those reasons, I think me and you are left with the only conclusion that his guarantees mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> So now that we've got that conclusion, say all the guarantees you want. I guess the reality is that once they actually start to matter, they'll matter. But for now, they don't. Wow. Because of one guarantee going down. They just no, I just think, like, when has another guarantee been right? He doesn't do them. And then when he does do them, it's not right. He had I another one made... for week five. Week five was wrong. Sure. I think he made one. He had a guarantee about Eric J. He was wrong. He had a guarantee about Luke S. He was wrong. I don't have anything to go off of this season. Okay. I thought he made a guarantee, like, week one or two that he was correct on but but I, I don't recall we were not keeping a record of them Evan like S, that, as we should have if you have made a correct guarantee and can document that guarantee then please by all means let us know well, obviously did, will. you and your following yes we'll make sure that we are knowledgeable on the topics that are pertaining to you so yep anything else you want to say about that um nope can you can you move us uh can you what is it a segway yeah a segway that's the thing that you ride that's electric and you move forward and it goes right. forward and you move back and it's is that a uh, is that a purple diem is it a purple diem <laughs> no, papadia just... is that the <laughs> is that... um whatever the word is that stands for a word having more than one meaning uh, like steep you can steep your tea. Sure. But then also, this incline is steep. Right. Whatever that is. No clue. So, for example. Homonym. A homonym. Uh, what is the homonym for Segway? Uh, scooter. Okay, so you've got the scooter side. <laughs> yeah. Then isn't it whenever you transition from one topic to another as a Segway? Yeah. Is that right? Yes, yes, it is. Can you sh- it is. It is. <laughs> show, get, what does the dictionary show of Segway? Segway does mean that. I know. I want to read yeah. it. I want to hear it. Okay. I want to hear it. Okay, let me look it up. Here. Segway. <laughs> the noun. All right, would be a would be a scooter. Okay. Segway is a verb that means to move without stopping from one topic oh, really? to another. Sweet. On the other hand, is a trademark name for an electric transportation device. Yeah. The other Segway is actually a trademark. It refers to a motorized two-wheel personal vehicle. Sweet. Cool. Can you Segway us into our next? Yeah. yeah what I would say about Segways is that they can, they're more powerful than you think. Just like our power rankings this week. Nice. From... Nice. Very good. From Davis B. Voila. Ready to defend. I didn't see him defending, though, whenever Evan S. was saying the D.A.M., Dam against his own ranking. Well, I feel like the dam was against himself. Really? You think so? I mean, I can get into it, but. Well, okay, so he says ready to defend. Um, and then Evan S says, damn, third in points four and ranked ninth. Division leader, ranked ninth. All I have to say is, damn. That seems like an indictment on his rankings to me. All right, you're right. You're cool. Yeah, I guess um, I just thought he was a little disappointed with so this. So I would love to hear Davis's defense on that ranking of Evan S. More than anything in the world, I would love to hear yeah. that. Davis, could you let us know a little bit about your thoughts on Evan S.'s response to your 
well put together. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, just the data on that stuff. Woo, Fantastic. Burned my eyebrows off. It was so hot. Yeah, big data. Big data. Thick data. Wait, uh, I can hit that button. Hold on. But let me tell you ah. this. <laughs> In this session, let us try to understand what is big data. What is big data? The next big question that comes to our mind is, how, how huge, huge this, this data, data needs, needs to be? be. Yeah. In order to be classified as big data. Yeah. Well, I would classify what Davis gave us for the power rings as big data. They were freaking awesome. I think it was great. Um, and I'm not just biased because he put me in the top five here. Yeah. Um, but I am on a three game win streak. So yeah, sure. maybe he's seeing. Maybe he's seeing. Yeah, seeing the light. He sees what's going on here. Um, yeah. Any any other thoughts? I mean, where did he put you at? Where'd you end up? You end up at 10th, right? I just knew I was alone. Right yeah, that's where fine. you belong, yeah. That's fine. So. Um, I was upset with it. Yeah, and he puts Lucas on top above Kevin. Yeah. Um, was that post injuries? Um, Pre injuries, post injury. Just because I feel like post injury, it's not as that big of a take, which might we might be able to give credit to Davis on the news that broke. I believe um, it was post injuries. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't, then kudos to Davis it was for Tuesday. seeing a weakness in the in the league. Pressure was mounting on Kevin's team. It cracked. Man, it cracked. Cracked bones. Yeah. Stuff like that. One thing, I, well, so is there anything else you want to say other than thank you to Davis? No, I think it was great. I really like seeing the notable pickups, the notable drafted players. I that love that. Stuff. Um, yeah, I'm sure that there are a few here and there that were not picked up. Just like a couple on mine that I noticed were not there, but, you know, the just the notable part. stuff. You just need to talk about the notable. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think it was great. I like seeing the, the switch up on the old. And, and just seeing – I've got second points against. I didn't even know. I love that. That's great to know. See, that's Not the that – I've been lighting it up in points four. That's the stats, though, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the yeah. stats. I like that. Yeah, that's great. Wait, second in points against? Apparently. That's what he's telling me. So second, meaning that you have the least against you. Because the twelfth was the most, I believe, most points against. Is that right, or is that wrong? Is that right? Look it over. So you'll see that twelve, that number for points against, is higher than because points oh, against wow. you yeah, want to right. be lower. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so I've been very fortunate. But also he has Kevin as second in points against, and he has a different number. So hmm. we're not going to break down the inconsistencies no, 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 here. No, no. I no. think we were great. Great <laughs> power rings. Honestly, I loved him. I mean, geez, yeah, freaking fantastic. So it is interesting to know that um, maybe I'm third then. I think maybe I'm third in points against, and that is to say that I am third from the bottom right. on points against. Right. So you have been I've had a in the top schedule. three. Very fortunate. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. But I like the breakdowns. love the notables. Uh, he did include Calvin Ridley, obviously, in my thing as far as uh, traded busts or at least notable players that uh, haven't worked out. Actually, no, he didn't. He put that in drafted players for Tiz, which I thought was accurate because he did draft him and it did not work out. Right. But, um, but yeah, for and just in reference to that trade, while we're on that topic, um, it did come out that Michael Thomas is not playing, and Michael Thomas was also a part of that trade. That's the most frustrating player it, of the past I two mean, seasons. Seriously. I had him last year waiting for him all season to come out. Well, I traded for him, and I was waiting for him, and then, oh, my God. That has to be so frustrating. And then they say that the Saints, that's why they were trying to trade for a wide receiver because they essentially knew that he wasn't going to be coming back. Yeah. Which so is why just, didn't they go get a wide receiver? I, I why didn't they go get Allen Robinson? Why don't you just go freaking do it? Bell yeah. me out. <laughs> Please. 
somebody. All right. So that concludes the power rings. Thank you again, Davis. We uh, we owe you a, a debt of. Uh, I just love your power rings. They were great. I love them. And uh, I want to conclude this headline segment with just one other thing that I kind of forgot. Hit me with it. Well, I forgot it. So, uh, oh, it. sleeper group making a comeback. Yeah. Can we talk about that? We're chatting in the in the sleeper group meet just because we've got a big waiver day. Yeah, and one or two things. I want to acknowledge, first thing, let's not all act like we're not seeing these breaking news reports, okay? Yeah. Now, I've been the one to do it. Uh, like, yeah, I will yeah. copy the link, and I'll throw it in there, and it's like, we are all getting them, well, or at least the, the, people, the people who are following. And if the people are following on Sleeper, then they're also following on the GroupMe, or vice versa. If they're not following on Sleeper, then they're not following on GroupMe. So you posting it to GroupMe, me, again, throwing, including myself, if I copy the link from Sleeper, and I throw it in the group me, the same people who aren't getting the updates in Sleeper are not getting the update in group me because they're not going in. Does that make sense? That last part, so, I lo- you lost me. No, how did I lose you? So what do the you The same people mm-hmm. who do not have the notifications on in Sleeper yeah. are the same people not paying attention to the group me. Oh, I see. So if I copy okay. it from Sleeper and throw it in group me, you're not... I don't know. I think there are some people. There is a niche following that does not have the Sleeper notifications on the breaking news on, and then they do have group me notifications on. Because I have seen in the past where somebody puts well, for the record, like, oh, then, wow, that's surprising. And I'm yeah. like, I saw it too. Well, then for How the record, let me say this, okay? Yes. Hit me. The sleeper notifications, you need to have them on if you don't have them on. If you Because don't. it let me know Calvin Ridley was not playing that day, and it was like literally less than an hour before the game. It's necessary as a fantasy man. Hour before the game, and I was able to move Darnell Mooney in and get some points. There's but, nothing faster than the sleeper notifications. Now, they may be wrong. Well, not wrong. They may be a little um, overblown at times. Yes. But they are accurate for the time being. And they will be accurate whenever they recorrect yeah. whatever it is that they said. But all that to say is that it really worked out for me because I got that link, pulled it up, changed my lineup. I'm just saying. Yes. You need to turn those on. I agree. And maybe we should stop sharing them in the group, me. Yeah. Yeah, let them suffer in their own silence. Maybe. 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 But, but yeah, so the, the chat is coming back. The chat, all of a sudden, we're, we're out here. What started it? The waiver action? The waiver action, the $81 spent by Griff, and then Connor responds with, wow, Scruff. Wow, Scruff. And that's usually where it ends. Well said. And then the group me will pick back up and be like, can you guys believe what Griff did? Yeah, right. <laughs> or something like that, and then we'll start there. But that's just stayed on trend. But then Kev hits with a, y'all wilding out for real, for real. Yeah. And then Evan hits you with a damn tough luck for me, because <laughs> naturally we talking about? Playing the victim. <laughs> And then I updated my player's nickname. I just took out whatever I had on the cover. I know, because it carried over from last year, right? I don't want to see Catfight on there. I just took it out. And then uh, Davis is talking. Yeah, talking. I don't know. Should they remove nicknames completely, or is that the only thing going for us is Alex Cook doing his song? The song, you know. That's the only benefit that those nicknames have. Yeah, honestly, that's the only way to do it effectively. Because we tried. We, we tried to give him something. We t- well, we tried even doing the thing where it's like, what's your take on this player? Like, put it in the nickname yeah. so we can anticipate what they're going to perform the next game. Sure. And even that didn't care. It didn't matter. No, it's too much work week to week to ma- yeah. maintain that. Too much. Obviously. So, yeah, take out the mascots. Take out the nicknames. I muted the nas- mascots. I don't know if you have. I took it where I oh, didn't see Oh, I took them off, and then I found out that Connor still has them when we were eating dinner the other day. He still has the mascots, and the reason why he has them is because he has a league – that he was able to invite everybody to mm-hmm. another league that he's playing in, so he has a lot of cookies. 
And so without the mascots, you don't have anything to spend them on. So he's got like enough to buy the very, very rarest thing. Oh, and so he's nice. only need like 10 or 15 more to be able to buy the one of the tops like mascots. So he's still using it. All right. I can get on board with that. But yeah, we, we got into the group chat here a lot. It's just surprising. And it, it, here's what happens is I'm sitting on a work day where like right now, I feel bad for anybody trying to talk to me about trades because I've got a full stacked work day where I literally can't do nothing right now. I'm training, I'm doing crap. And so I'm off of it. But I look over and I see like 10 sleeper notifications. I'm like, who all got injured? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I'm yeah. expecting it to be injury <laughs> notifications. And then I look down and it's group chat hitting up. On, on sleeper yeah. instead of root me it's it's surprising but it's organic and I, um, I wouldn't stop it uh, I would <laughs> okay me too I mean I don't like cross integration communication can we just cut out one of them yeah let's just put it back in the group me you know everybody just, knows what you're talking about let's just steer it back to the group me people yeah. alright appreciate it but uh, that's just that's just two guys opinion though that's just, just two, two guys opinion. me and you you and I <laughs> two guys just two alright let's wrap up the headlines let's get into something else what yeah. else what else we get into Tell me. Um, tell me now. Let me tell you. All right. We back in here. What are we talking about? We are going to be doing our review. Let's get into it. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with me, if that's okay. I would love to start with you. Benny P versus Eric Johnson. This is a upset. The sleeper upset. Sleeper did have me winning. True. By a lot. Yep, and uh, and what happened here? I don't know, honestly. Uh, my team crapped the bed. I can't seem to find the right quarterback to stream. Um, that has been my plague for the last couple of weeks. Well, the thing is, anytime you put Kirk Cousins in, he and sucks. it's a primetime game, right? Prime he time. is gonna poop. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like I mean, I, the 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 review sums it up best i was the worst team and then i think this is back-to-back weeks with the 12th as far as the max points that i could have scored so my team is just just refusing to play yeah i was wondering like did you make some bad start sit decisions and no no. not really nothing nothing on the bench my overall wasteland i could have played aj green but that was really it oh yeah i mean in a freaking win of 44 to 6 in detroit Devontae smith got one reception in 15 yards Ouch. That's promising. 44 points are up there, and Javante Smith gets one catch. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's I love that. Feel bad. Very exciting. Uh, so, yeah, that's my team. I mean, my team's just crapping the bed. I, I want to get in a row, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on a four-game skid here. So, But two two weeks in a row, primarily, yes, that I'm not producing points. Yep. So I guess my, my question to you, mm-hmm. and then I want to stop talking about me, talk a little bit about Eric, and move on. I, 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 sell, I mean, I am biased to my team course but i have a hard time when i look at the lineup and i see zeke chubb kelsey and then being able to flex williams who i mean is a i mean 25 running back right now being able to flex him with that ceiling i have a hard time being like why am i still sucking Hmm. and i and obviously again we all think that i know that yeah but i'm trying to be genuine like i mean when you see my lineup are you you don't have anybody's going to be surprised with a 67 point outing and a 72 point ceiling. But my question is like, am I just outdated? And I'm like, I'm looking at, obviously Zeke is a premier running back, but like is Chubb um, Kelsey. I mean, is he going to be the real deal this season? And then Javante Williams, am I just, yeah. Being able to flex a running back in that position. Is that you're just, you're too high on your guys. Like, am I wrong? 
So yeah, you don't like seeing Dearness Johnson getting the touchdown. Um, that's up against Pittsburgh. On Eric Spence, no, 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 no. Uh, True, yeah, Eric Spence could have really rubbed it in on you. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, you, I just really thought that those pieces were good, and I and I thought that I would have been crazy to think otherwise. But now, on a four game losing streak, you start to you start to ask yourself, man, that trade really screwed me up. Yeah, it really did. The last yeah. time I'm winning a trade. You're going to need Chubb to yeah. start producing. He's coming off the injury. Maybe they're just kind of easing him back in. He got 56% of the snaps last week. Um, no Hunt. Um, so once Hunt gets back in there. I don't know. That's just where my thought process is. It's so. a little worrisome. Yeah. I mean, For I. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much you can say except to say there's some there's some reason to be concerned. Yeah. With some big names that are not producing. Whatever, dude. Um, Michael Carter decided it was time for him to play. 15 carries for 77 yards and a touchdown, and not to mention 14 targets with nine catches and almost 100 yards. Just 14 targets, yeah. Yeah, just 14 targets. So no Mike big deal. White, Mike the Great White. I mean, honestly, targeting those RBs, it was uh, it was brutal. And then matching that with the Eagles' defense of 20 points was just really bad. Not to mention Lockett did his thing. He had a blow-up game of 20 points. For twelve targets and one or twelve receptions and 142 yards, Jeez. so just all those things as I was looking through it was one of those. It was one of those weeks where it's just like just put your phone down, be done with it, like be done with the weekend. Don't even watch football. You're done, and so that's what happened. Yeah, that was a pain. That was just um, sitting down for a root canal. You just got to grin and bear it. Yeah. All right. Can we transition into a new team? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. Ow! Let's get into. Patrick P. And your matchup with Griff. You took him down. And a common trend that we'll see from game to game uh, in our matchup, if you reverse just a few seconds ago, Eric did win by a score of 125 points to uh, 125.46 points. You won with 120.8. Just barely edged out that 120 mark. It seems to be the statistics that point to 120 points. You can consistently get that number. You're going to take down some wins. Yep. We'll this see if week, that trend comes along. Yeah. This week, I think it was 100%. He might have already looked at that and confirmed it. Yep. But. Let's see here. What, 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 do you, what do you see about my team? What do you like? What do you not like? I like Tanny getting back on track. Obviously, with uh, Henry going out, it's we're going to be relying a whole lot more on Tanny Hill. So we'll see. Uh, Khalil right. Herbert, I like to start there. Cordero still finding the end zone, allergic to anything that is not the end zone, just like freaking, what's his name, for the Arizona Cardinals, James Conner. you got to think that with Ridley going out, Patterson's only going to be getting more targets. I know. As I know. they focus on pits. Hope he comes back soon. Yeah, so, I mean, just uh, an overall solid outing. Kamara, solid. Um, that's the thing. You just got to have some pieces that can go up get into the 15, 10 point threshold consistently. And Tannehill was almost able to grab you 30. Pittman blew up. So looking like a, looking like a great pickup there for the Colts. He's looking like a stud right now. Yeah. So it's able to, able to launch into the, uh, the 120 category and Griff still on that slide. Um, one in seven worst record in the league by far. Not a whole lot of silver linings for his team other than he is finding the burrow. Well, Lamar Jackson was out, but Burrow still looking good. Mm-hmm. Still looking good. I did not try to trade for him, like I said on the podcast last time, but yeah, just hard for this team to climb out of the hole that they're in. 
Hmm. Yeah, it is looking rough for Griff. Um, made a couple waiver wire pickups this week. We'll see if they pan out for him. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into, if it's okay with you, Evan S. and Luke S. No, it's not okay with me. Okay. Can we do oh, wait, the no, comp? It is okay with me. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Sorry. Uh, Luke was able to score 137 points over 120. Gets him the W. Um, not to be, uh, it was a brutal matchup for damn Evan <laughs> because he still got a good outing. I mean, it wasn't like it was terrible. Aaron Jones had a good takeoff. Uh, Debo Samuels had another great game. Almost got that tutty on like a 80 yard reception or something like that. It was so close. Um, and the Broncos D doing really, really well. So a good stream there. Yeah. But Swift and Manny Sanders giving you the goose egg. That's rough to see. Zero for four, Emmanuel Sanders, rough. Sheesh. And Swift just in a game where he should have been getting targets left and right. Just Again, 44 points out there. Well, for Philadelphia, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, he is the passing down back, though. So Absolutely. They kind of split it with him, Jamal. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I think that the Detroit essentially just kind of packed it in and mm-hmm. said we're going to send our second string guys out there. But yep. you hate to see that. hate to see that. Was that enough to overmount the the Lucas team with Metcalf with almost a twenty pointer? Hawkinson looking like he's getting back on track with ten target or ten receptions. Um, Deontay controlling the wide receiver game for Pittsburgh, and that plug we talked about it last week. Randall Cobb, I mean, fifteen points, two tutties. Randall Cobb, remember us talking about it? We were talking about him or Odell, and I said every day of the week I'm plugging Randall Cobb in there, and he ends up getting two touchdowns. The question yards. becomes, is Mahomes washed? Thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, absolutely. Uh, trash can quarterback, obviously. Can't get it done. Interceptions, fumbles. Um, the money's gotten to his head. He has nothing to play for now. Those sunglasses are they are blocking the sun. They're also blocking his vision. He can't throw the ball. That's true. Those cool ski shades. Yeah, this, this poor guy. This poor guy. Poor. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Washed. Why do bad things happen to good people? I mean, honestly, you got to think back to our trade. You know, I traded him away. I think I could see that he was a trash quarterback, and that yeah. uh, that it was worth me having Russell Wilson on my IR for a couple weeks. So I just figured out your vision is uncanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, nah. Corey Davis, Jamal Williams, and Russ Wilson. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, at the top of the rankings are the power rankings. Uh, Luke S. Deserving, you think? That is the question with the injuries to Kevin's roster and the. Yeah, I mean he's got. He's got J- Jonathan Taylor who's going off. He's got Saquon Barkley hopefully coming back at some point this year. I'm watching this show on Netflix. Okay, it's not a show. It's actually a movie. I thought it was a show, but it turned out to be a movie. A two-hour movie. I turned it on and I was like, oh, two hours. It's a movie. Um, the King. Okay. King. Okay. With uh, Shamalot. Shamalon. No. Sha- uh, Shalloway. Shallow. Chalamet. Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Yeah. Young little boy. You. Oh, what is it? You never loved me, Mom. That that guy. I don't know. When and beautiful I boy. Did you woe? You never seen that clip with Timothy Chalamet and Pete Davidson doing no. the the uh, SoundCloud rappers? 
Oh. Oh, man. We'll, we'll, we'll look at it after this. Yeah, if you have not do. seen that, I'll link it in the group me. Uh, this is the classic uh, Saturday Night Live skit. Take note of that so you'll actually do it. Yeah. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. Pete Davidson, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Now, with that being said, I'm watching this, and the king – I mean, it's a movie. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. The king dies, and he's sick at the very beginning. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's okay. sick at the beginning. You know right. he's going to die. Okay. And it's left to his two sons. Okay. Okay, and so I, all that to say is that one of them had to be the rightful heir to the throne. Okay, and so Kevin goes down. All right, well, Evan S. is nowhere to be found. So naturally, Luke S. steps into position, becomes sure. king. So I'm with it. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. It's a good movie, honestly, by the way. I, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm not finished with it. I still have 20-some-odd minutes left, and I can't wait to finish it. Wow. Chalamet, is, is, he's, uh, he's, he's hot right now. He's going in every day. Yeah, Dune is hot. Everybody's loving Dune. Yep. But I have not seen that. So my, to curb my Dune uh, itch, I was like, I'll watch The King. Yeah, nice. That's what I did. Good plug. Randall awesome. Cobb plug. You want to move on? I would love to move on. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's do Connor and Madaka Nabax. We already talked about this a little bit earlier. The upset. The upset of the week. The upset of the season. I I told you, man. Like, didn't we needed to pick the outlet? You know, like or we needed to pick the outlier. Connor's the closest outlier that we could have had to like who's gonna upset Kevin. Awesome. But it's so hard to go against him. Like the previous ones would have been ridiculous, and that's why I was an idiot for picking them. But like right. this one was close. Yeah. You could have actually got away with a, you know. Anyways, Could've. I'm upset that I didn't pick the because I mean again, me and you both know that the person's gonna pick Kevin, so it's just whether or not you are willing to bet on the opponent. And I should have been able to bet on Connor, and for those reasons, I'm upset. It just didn't look promising, you know. You got Zach Moss in starting lineup. You've well, got... it's not promising because you look over to freaking Kevin's lineup and you see oh Derrick Henry, oh James Robinson, oh Cooper Cup, oh DJ Moore, oh yeah. they, like how are you supposed to pick against that? Right. But that's what I'm saying. You were able to snuff out one of the upsets Eric that Jay. one time, yeah. And I just. Wish that I could have done it. I'm upset about it. Well, it's always next season. Um, yeah, we're looking over here. You know, Herbert, I mean, him and Daniel Jones kind of washed here. Yeah. But yeah. Najee Harris really being a stud this year. Mm-hmm. Continues to get all of that work. And All of that work. Yeah, I mean, you're just seeing Chris Godwin. You're seeing Tyreek Hill. Tyreek I mean, Hill incorporated early in the game. They looked like they were going to get him going no matter what. 18 targets. I mean, yeah. They literally were targeting targeting him a lot. Crazy. Yeah, then you've got the injury to Henry and James Robinson. Questionable as well. Yeah. We'll see how the management responds. He has made great moves throughout the season. Like, that's the thing. If anything, uh, his position in the league is by his points for. I get that. But it has not been shy of good management as well. So I don't want to shy away from that. I mean, the pickup for Adrian Peterson, sneaky, sneaky, got you. All right, he was able to pick up a free agent for free of charge. And guess this. What? Didn't even put money on it. He didn't even put money on it. Like, if there was anybody else that was, like, in the league that was like, oh, this would be a good pickup. He was, I mean. No one else had the roster spot. I mean, he had the roster spot because. Oh, you can't drop somebody? Oh, because everybody was playing. Yeah. It was like he. I I guess I was was putting that as a bolt of confidence and honestly good management for him to not even put $1 on somebody that might have had the itch as well. Right. And could have snuffed it out. But I don't know if anybody else could have done it. I would have to look back and see, but like everybody else. I could have. People were tied up. Calvin Ridley didn't play. That's true. But I, I don't, actually, I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't know. I don't it know. depends. I don't yeah. know if that, I don't think that's true. I don't know. I don't, honestly don't know how he got it done. I don't know if he was able to move Derrick Henry into the IR on Monday. 
before the Tuesday waiver hit. I don't know how he got it done. But Kevin, if you could enlighten us on how it was possible for you to pick up Adrian Peterson um, without dropping a character and character. Well, I guess so. He was a free agent, so obviously he was picked up. He was able to be picked up from anybody who did have an open roster spot. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I was. And then while they're playing, like you can't. That was on what day was that? They picked him up. Picked him up on Tuesday. Tuesday. So all the games were complete. So the roster was open. So in theory, he could have moved moved Henry, Henry to the IR and then picked up. That's what it was. In theory, yeah. Okay. All right. So it was great move. Great move uh, ahead of the Wednesday wire. So you gotta appreciate the move there. So yeah, good management. Um, picking up Chenault, uh, not playing him, but at least having him on your bench for potential flux play down the road. I don't know. I just think that uh, this team is going to fall off, but definitely still staying in the playoffs and not going anywhere from that perspective, if you ask me. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next matchup yeah, here. Man. You want to move into Davis B and Tiz? Hold on. Oh, I wanted to say 124 points. 124 points. Another 120-pluser. Able to get it done. All right. Moving into Davis B and T.O. T.A.O.T. T.O.T. Tom Brady still continues to get it done. Number one ranked in the league. Stafford still solid all around. Uh, again, like I said, James Conner allergic to anything that is not the end zone and Eckler getting it done. So a big matchup early, uh, top heavy, if you will. But then where you really crap the bed is in your, uh, you know, your wide receiver spots and your flex play, which actually both of these guys didn't did well in that category as well. So just this was my concern, you know, you got Eckler and Mike Williams. Um, you were trying to tell me they were. Yeah, you're right. I said that they were going to score points and he's got the two pieces that do it, but it looks like Mike Williams is not doing it. Patriots what? neutralized Mike Williams in totality. And then, yeah, you, you just, you're going also, up against uh, one of the highest scores of the week. Um, yeah. Was it the highest score of the week? 142? No, just barely Isaac, edged right? out by Isaac. Yep. Yeah, so top two score of the week. Um, I think I was, the algorithm for having the best team of the week is just if you had the, if you had the best score. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, But Henderson continuing to play well for Davis. Hubbard with a good start this time. Diggs found the end zone. Jamar Chase continues to get targets. He found the end zone. Mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell, I mean, might be one of the best waiver pickups of all time. <laughs> might be. So be, being able to put that guy in your flex, I mean, that's injured a huge again. play. Now huge he's play. injured again, so. Yeah, which is fine. Wins. Maybe he gets injured, but Cooper Cup, or uh, Amari Cooper had a great game last time, so he can find the flex next week. And Jamar Chase or Diggs will find the flex, so I'm not worried about that with this team moving forward. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta worry about Tiz. He's getting awfully close to at two and six with a three streak loss. He's getting awfully close to smelling and looking a lot like Griff. So you just mm. want to try to get yourself out of that as best as you can. Right. Try nice. to not be associated with Griffin anytime. That's yeah, anytime. Anytime. Anything else you want to add? Nope, I nailed it. Cool. Let's move into our final one here. Cook and Isaac. I like it. Final matchup of the week. Top points four. Top points four against one of the lower points four of the week. Scored over 120. 
So did Davis. 120 gets it done. 120 got it done. World of sport. 120 gets it done. If you get 120 and you lose, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it didn't happen this week. Nope. And, yeah, we're seeing – here's what I talked about, Cook. I said, if I pick you, right? Yes, Which yes. I'm glad you mentioned this. Thank you so much. I thought about the same thing. I picked you. Aren't you happy that Patrick picked you, Cook? Yeah. Aren't you happy? Now you can put that in your book. I'm not a hater this week. But... He picked you. But then you lose. So you don't want me picking you, Cook. You don't want me on your side. I'm a Titans fan. You're a Colts fan. We can be friends in real life, but we cannot be friends in football. That's just where division rivals. Um, it's true. And when I pick you, your team does not respond well to that. They no. say, no, Titan, Titan down. Titan down. Titan down, bro. And Kyler Murray ends up getting you 11 points. So it's just you don't want me there. Leonard Fournette, 6.6. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a rough outing for you. And then Kyle Pitts just completely gets shut down. Two points on the week, and then your flex, man, that's a that's a goose egg. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to hear more about the plug of Khalif Raymond there and Khalif. the thought process behind that. Um, ended up getting one target and zero catches. Yikes! On that one target. Um, Something was up with that Detroit Philly game. Just yeah. a lot of. Crazy, stupid stuff. There was too much hype on the Lions' side. Everybody said the Eagles are going to get upset this week. This is the week that the Lions get a big win, and it did not happen. The Eagles said we are not losing to the Lions. Over on Isaac's side, what do you see over there, Ben P? Yeah, uh, before we get off Alex Cook's side, got to say, love the stream at quarterback. Nick Folk just getting it done, 13 points. Big, big, uh, big, big good plug there for the kicker. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, we move on to Isaac's team. Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook didn't have the game that he should have, uh, but Josh Allen made up for that. Melvin Gordon coming alive. Uh, I thought that he was trending down, and all the statistics would say that he was trending down as far as just carries, overall production, but then, boom, he finds the end zone. So, uh, you know, foot in my mouth. Mm. Uh, you got to like A.J. Brown. He's looking great there. Looking like a monster. Had a breakaway uh, touchdown. That resulted in a lot of points. Uh, he was too big, too strong. Ran right past the guy. Couldn't yep. hold him. And somehow, Thielen had a good game, even though Kirk Cousins couldn't amount to anything. So, <laughs> with that, I don't know. He was able to get it done. Uh, obviously, a good defensive outing from the Seahawks, which you look for. I, I, I love the plug uh, for their his kicker there. I mean, just an overall... Good management, Tyler Bass there for the Bills. You got to be looking at that and thinking, mm, good, good kicker play, good kicker play. So, yeah. really, really enjoyed kickers and defenses both solid. This yeah, yeah, you got to love that out. You just got to love that. Got the so, Saints and Seahawks. Man, what about the stats? What about the stat? If we could find the stats, big data for how many times when kickers and defenses combined for over twenty points that team lost, or you know what I mean, something like that. Wow, yeah. That would be a stat. Yeah, I mean, Cook's kicker Stat defense, that, Amazon. 29 points between his kicker and his defense, and he, lo- he loses. That would not be in favor of the stat that I'm thinking would happen. Yeah. But but then over on the other side, you've got, you know, 24 points. So. Yeah, just, I don't know, a few things for Isaac. I mean, big things is, I mean, Cook's trying to make a, a name for himself. Uh, five and three, put himself a little win streak together, uh, now losing, but uh, trying to make his name known that he's no schmuck. Isaac, likewise, saying, hey, don't forget about me. Remember me? 
they got a good team too. So worth uh, keeping these teams in your peripherals as they are going to be battling for the outside of the playoffs. They're going to be right there on the bubble trying to get in, trying to find their way in. So be on the lookout for these teams as they're making big moves. I like it. You done? You good? You all wrapped up? Everybody been talked about? Everybody's been talked about them. Arped up. Cool. Let's move on to uh, – we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back and do some stuff. Cool? Cool. All right. Time for our pickles. Yep, we're back. We're going to do some stuff. going to do some stuff. That stuff is pickles, and me and Patrick are nervous. Oh, nervous. Man. Tell us what happened last week, would you? Last week, what we had was your classic three out of six – for both of us. Yeah, not spectacular. We both, um, we split them. We, we differed on two matchups. The Luke S. Evan S. matchup, where I picked Luke S. and you picked Evan S. You were wrong, I was right. Luke yeah. S. got the dub there. Um, and then we differed on the Cook Isaac, which I've already talked about how I picked Cook, and it did not work out for me. Isaac got the win there, so you got that one. Um, we were both wrong on the Kevin matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, should have found this stuff. Should have found that one. Just yeah, you could have found the upset there. Uh, we were both right about Davis winning, and then we were both wrong about you winning um, against Eric J. And we were both right about me winning against Griff. So we are sitting on the season at thirty to twenty-eight um, in favor of me. I'm up two on the Pickums on the season going into Week Nine. Okay. With that sleeper, did get four correct, missed two. He still beat us. Yeah, still beat us. Uh, they went. They are now officially thirty-seven for forty-eight, which is a seventy-seven percent correct Amundo algorithm thus far. Ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's do it, man. I'm nervous. I always get nervous about this one. This one because I'm down to. I need to make up some ground. There's a lot of. All right. Anyways. Yep. All right. First. Matchup. Let me get my phone. Let's talk about it. First matchup. Do you just want to get into me and you? Whatever you want to do. No, I'll save that for last. Okay, I'll save it for last, guys. All right. Talk about the first one. Are you ready? Evan and Kevin. Yep. On the count of three. Three, two, one. Kevin. Evan. Ooh, oh, here we, we go. go. All right. So, don't want to get into this too much, but uh, I just, I can't. I, th I mean, all these, and we'll go into these. I mean, we try not to go into too far of them, but all of these were hard. This matchup, this going into week nine has been very – this is one of the hardest pick we've done. That's the hardest I can remember. So yeah. all this to say is that they're all close. But, yeah, I just find myself picking Kevin. Uh, I mean, he fell off the horse. I just don't see him staying off long. I don't know. I just still see Cooper Cup, my number one wide receiver, doing better. There's chances for Emmanuel Sanders to drop a goose egg and – I don't know. I just looking at his lineup. I just see more consistency on the right hand side, and maybe the plug for AP will get played. Maybe it won't. But Damian Harris hasn't been bad either, and I'm afraid that Dak Prescott's going to come out and just throw bombs. Yeah, yeah. I just I may be playing the the garbage strat man. of just thinking you can't lose five in a row, right? You can't lose I, five I, in a row. Well, that's what I thought about myself too. Like last week, I was like, well, three in a row is a lot. Like I can't go on a four game skid. 
I just think the Jalen Hurts Chargers game is a game where Hurts will get some great garbage time. Great. That's, I mean, he'll get three quarters of garbage time. Absolutely. And then Aaron Jones against the Chiefs. I just, I'm seeing a lot more on his side. I'm worried about Kevin's side with the injuries. And he's, how are you going to know if you can play Adrian Peterson or not? But he's playing the Rams. I just, it's just a lot of tough decisions on Kevin's side. I just, I wonder sure. if he's going to hit a little skid here, a little. We'll chink in the armor here. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just I, I like being on the Kevin side of this. Yeah, um, I get it. But that's just because that's all that he's done this league. So maybe again, maybe I'm an old timer. I just like the the stock has dropped, buddy. You need to get off. You're stuck in the fat. It's the fast. You're stuck, <laughs> You're in, the stuck in the fat, man. Sell your Dogecoin. All right. Yeah. It's not going to the moon. Yeah. Not anymore. Interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think there's a good chance that me and you go sideways on this one. A lot. Yeah. I think there's a good chance, man, you don't pick the same people. Could be. All right, so let's go on to the next one. Okay. Nick versus – or Nick. Who? Um, Whom? <laughs> Connor versus Lucas. Okay. I I'm saw Neji. <laughs> Nick. Nick Harris. Uh, Connor versus Lucas. Got my pick. You ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Connor. Luke. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting so nervous. Oh, boy. A lot of differing happened here. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, I honestly don't. I mean, again, very, very close. Um, I don't have a strong argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was uh, I, I just, I don't know. There's there's the, I, I think that Braylon, I think Brian Edwards does find the start in the flex. Who? Over one of, Brian Edwards. <laughs> Uh, finds the start in the flex for Connor. I don't know. Beasles had a good game. Hill had a good game. Obviously, the Mahomes-Hill thing is going to matter. Typically speaking, the wide receiver still benefits the most from a good quarterback play, as I just saw with Kirk Cousins and some of his counterparts. Sure. I don't don't know. I don't know. I just – there's been some ups and downs with the Lucas team. I would need to look back through it, but I don't know. I just – I'm feeling Connor. I'm just going with my gut. Just knocked off the number one seed, and maybe Jonathan Taylor and Devontae Booker don't have great games this time. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe Saquon starts. And I mean, well, he's he, on COVID, right? But. He's on the COVID list, but he tested negative. So I don't know what the details are around that, but I expect him, if he's healthy, to play. Yeah. So this is some good matchups over here. Jonathan Taylor against the Jets. I just, yeah. And Pat Mahomes, I just – if he's washed, he's washed. But, but if not, this is the game. He's playing against the freaking Packers. He doesn't want to get beat. And Aaron Rodgers is gone. I don't know. It's uh, I don't, it's I don't a, know either. It's a weird game. I yeah. I just I like the Luke Guest side of this one. Um, but what if Fryermuth and Van Jefferson just drop nuggets, just zero pointers? Yeah. I mean, there's a non-zero chance of that happening. Uh, yeah. There's a non-zero chance. I don't know. I just. But uh, yeah, what I'm seeing right now. Over what if Renfro doesn't side, have a good game too? The Connor side is interesting with two tight ends currently starting. So we'll see if, if Brian Edwards does get to start there. If he's going to go with the Goddard Gasicki stack over here. Yeah. The two be, tight end stack. That would be that would be a lot of fun to watch. That would be fun. All right. Ugh. So we differed. Yep. On to the next. This is between Eric Johnson and Griff. Scruff McGruff. Yep. Three, two, one, Griff. Yeah, okay, oh, at least we got oh. one right. And there's the raw, like it's the it's the underdog pick, if you will. One in 
one and seven. Me and you both picking Griff. Sure. Uh, we just think he's due, and I think that Eric is obviously going through some. I don't know. He's got. You'd like to think that Dearness Johnson's also going to get the start, in front of either AJ Dillon or something like that. But it just seems like with COVID, Aaron Rodgers being out, this is going to be a tough game for Eric to win. So, like to think that Griff's going to find himself another win here, and if pressure's another, on for Alex, you mean a second? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, second another win. Yeah, uh, second win. But yeah, like to think a lot of pressure on. Alex Tisber to get a win this week, or he'll be toe to toe with Griffin as worst record in the league, and that's where you don't want to be, my friend. But that's all I got. I don't have a whole lot there. Here's a call I'm making. All right. Okay, sure. I think Kevin or Kevin Griff's waiver wire pickups pull through this oh week and just spit in everybody's what, face. Devontae Parker gets what more like ten points? Devontae Parker, fifteen plus. We're talking um, Boston Scott two touchdowns. I think that's the type of another another two touchdown two week touchdowns. for Boston Scott. Three Freaking points. ridiculous! Just stomping all over the league, saying "Get off me! Get off me!" Eighty-one dollars is nothing to me. I think this is more like Eric Johnson puts up a ducker, and <laughs> and Griffin barely sneaks over a hundred and still gets the win. So. We'll see, Griff. You got to prove the league wrong on your waiver decisions here. You need them to produce. Yep. You hope they get the volume. You hope they do produce. Davis versus Isaac. Three, two, one, Isaac. Isaac. All right, oh, okay. all right. Well, I mean, you're smarter back. than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't believe it. I don't believe in Tua, so that I, I don't need to tell you more than that. Um, so I don't think that's going to go well. I think Elijah Mitchell having back-to-back good games is going to be tough. Uh, well, actually, not so much. He just did it, but he's hurt, so nagging injuries, and I guess, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I again, very, very close. Jamar Chase could have a great game. Diggs could get on track. I mean, he's got the high ceiling players to steal the victory, but just from a solid floor, higher ceiling, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, it's just hard to go against A.J. Brown. So, I don't know. Your thoughts? Yeah, Isaac's got some tough start-sit decisions on his mm-hmm. side, especially on the flex. Picked up McNichols this week, who might be tough to start the first week after Henry's out, but he also has, you know, Hollywood Brown sitting down here. He's got, and he's got Marvin Jones in the slot right now. I think he finds the Hollywood Brown start likely, and that's just yeah. I don't know. I think he's got a lot of good names on this side who are gonna have some good weeks. I'm just liking it all around. All right, good. Glad we didn't uh, differ. Didn't differ. We didn't defer. We didn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, all right. Mm, I defer to you to start our next matchup. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, this is Alex. The matchup of the Alexes. That's true. Three, two, one. Cook. Cook. I almost said Alex, but like obviously yeah. that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, wouldn't have worked. But yeah, nice. we both cooked it. Good call. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Well, we've got the matchup of the Alexes here. <laughs> Well said. Well said. <laughs> uh, I, I did a little peek here. I saw that Kyler Murray is starting, and I do believe Devontae Adams will come off the COVID Yeah, that's list. what me and you both saw. And that's a little hidden dragon right yeah, there. Yeah, we both saw it. The... So when you're sitting here pouring over the data, you got to make sure when you're putting your picks in there that you're checking out the checking out the COVID spots, checking out the bench. I mean, him both spotted that out and were able to both pick. 
cookie. Now we might still have we might have Jordan Love throwing to him. Yeah. This week, but I mean, it's still Devontae Adams. Yep. Still so, Devontae Adams. The only worries that you can have here is that at some point Michael Williams is going to explode again. That's true. Um, time at off. any point, he could definitely have a thirty-point game, and it's just like oh boy, especially with a defense like the Philadelphia. I think that they're going to be putting up a lot of points, and there's a good chance Michael Williams gets on the touchdown side of that. So, yeah, that's the only thing that really kind of was tilting my way. I was like, well, you know, James Conner is going to get a touchdown. Uh, you know, Eckler's going. <laughs> you know, Eckler's going to have. Well, he had a good outing. Philadelphia's defense is not really that great either on the run on the run side of things. So I just I don't know. There's there's explosiveness in that team on the right hand side. And Stafford could do it, Williams could do it, and we might find ourselves with a little upset. But I had to go with Cook. Yep, I agree. All so, right. Last but certainly not least, the matchup between the two podcast hosters. Would you consider yourself a hostess? With the most, are you a Debbie cake or are you a? I'm a zebra, I'm a zebra cake. I'm, I'm, actually, around this time of the year, I'm a Christmas tree cake. 100, I agree with that. Yep. I what did I pick? I don't even know ever. You don't know what you picked between me and you. There is a decision we had to make here. We had to decide: are we going to go all in ourselves, all glory, or all pain, or are we going to hedge a little bit our bets here? So let's see we what we did. Cards like poker. Yep. Yep. Okay. Three. Two, one, Patrick. Yeah, we did it. It's the only way. It's the only way to do it. It's the only way. I could have picked you, I guess, but I could have picked you, I guess. I don't know. Like you kind of said, five win streak or a five lose streak. There's no way I lose five in a row. Except this time. Okay. Because here's what I'm seeing in your matchup: the name Ben P at the top, and there's just no way that can win. Yeah, there's just there's just no way that can win. What are you seeing? Fire. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been seeing the same thing I've been seeing for the last couple of weeks. Is just I think that my team's better than it actually is potentially. Yeah. Uh, so I'm believing in myself falsely while also believing that losing streaks don't happen that often and they don't happen this far. So eventually it's got to get turned around. Uh, Kelsey maybe gets on track. Chubb, Elliott, big games from there. I like. I will say this: Derek Carr is the one plug that I have had where I'm like, all right, I feel good about playing Derek Carr. Yeah. I just do. I feel like it's good playing him. Yeah. So hopefully that turns out well for me. Uh, I mean, what are you doing for your tight end? Can you disclose that information at this time? It's going to be George Kittle. He's going to be coming off the IR this week, I believe. He's practicing, um, likely going to return. So I'm going to believe that. If not, I'm going to make a blockbuster trade for Travis Kelsey this week. Ah, nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I got. It's going to be a brutal matchup between me and you. It's going to be a long Sunday. I'm going to be is. watching football all day. And, yes. Uh, I would like to start off my week on a Thursday night Pittman big outing. That's yeah. what I would love to see this week. Do I have any Thursdaysers? Nope, no, I don't. You don't. I, I just I hope it's a really painful Thursday night game for you. I hope you're watching Pittman just. I'm excited field. for Monday. I get a Mooney game. If I stick with Mooney for the wide receiver, I know that's tough. But if I'm yeah. down, uh, Mooney does have high ceiling ability, and it's going to be a Showtime game. So I get to watch the Chicago. I get to not. I get to watch Sunday free. I'm having to stream the Chicago Bears, so I'll be very, very focused on those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you like having? Do you have any Monday, Monday, Mondayers? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got Robinson setting on the bench, but yeah, I do have Herbert in the starting lineup. Yeah, so, them, so it's going to be an exciting one. Yeah, it is. It's going to be great. Yep. So, um, who's doing a great matchup? Who's doing a great matchup, sir? Shake hands. I wish you no luck in the world. Yep. 
I wish that your team uh, does everything that they um, were not paid to do. I I hope that every no one gets injured, but that everyone does not give you any fun. I hope that Nick Chubb breaks a fingernail and it just it becomes a hangnail, <laughs> and it's inside his glove and it really bothers him and he fumbles because of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Man. All right. Well, that concludes our pickums and it concludes our podcast is there anything you want to tell the people i would like to tell you people we're right at the 120 or the we're at the hour 27 mark yeah i would like to tell the people we have really tried to pare down this pod done everything that we possibly can get just the facts well maybe not the facts but just the important segments in there i hope you guys are enjoying that Hope you and, like the trimmed fat version. Yes, we've trimmed the fat and we've tickled and we've beat and we've affirmed and we'll do it again next week. Actually. Yes? We might not. Oh, that's true. I do have a baby on the way. We'll put an announcement at the beginning of this podcast too, but there is a baby coming soon. There's a baby coming and if Jackson is here, I likely will not be on the pod. So Fair. we will see... I'll be talking to Patrick over the next week about his priorities. So Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Tell the people again what, the, what we're doing, what you're going to do to them, what we, what we always do. I'm going to tickle them, I'm going to beat them, and then I'm going to affirm them. And hopefully it'll be next – well, I don't know what I'm hoping for. But, <laughs> but maybe it'll be next week. Maybe it'll be sometime in the future. That's an ending to a podcast if I've ever heard one. Yeah, that's right. Get excited. All right, see ya. <laughs>